The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey buddy. <laughs> hey buddy boy. Such a jackass. Hi. How are you? It is it is a tale of eBay and dog shit. Okay. It is a tale to tell my life. Used to be amazing. And now yeah, it's yeah. covered in dog shit. Um okay. here's what happened this morning. Yeah. I uh I had an event last night. Mm-hmm. I go out. I come home, I go to sleep, I wake up, and I hear what can only be described as a commotion upstairs, <laughs> right. um, a boondoggle, some yeah. sort of happening, some sort, some of, sort brawl of event, for all broke out some sort of brawl floor. for all, Butterbean and Bart Gun. <laughs> the war to settle the score goes down upstairs. Sure. And I walk upstairs, and I am immediately handed a baby. And not like here, hold the kid, like take this child right? because World War shit is occurring. And as, as much as I can tell, as much as I can glean from everything that I gathered is that the missus uh-huh. took one of the other children and the baby to a flea market thing. Sure. They get out. One of them just... Seth Rollins curb stomps directly into the biggest pile of dog shit that they can find. Yes. She sees that it happens and says, don't move. And what he heard was dance a jig. So she's yelling, please, for the love of all that is fucking holy. Sterculius, the god of feces. Beavis and Butthead deep cut there. Jesus. Stop fucking moving. Right. And he hears for the second time, get in the car. Oh, no. So he then just proceeds to, with his, his dog shit covered hoof, crawl into her truck. <laughs> do the thing that you do when you want to sit up a little bit so you tuck your foot underneath of your own yeah. butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screams a third time now. Stop moving. Do not move. He, he, what he hears <sighs> is... Put your feet on the back of the passenger seat. Uh-huh. And 
the car and the kid and the shoes and the seat has just now looked like a dog shit dirty bomb has gone off in this truck. There's a screaming kid because she's screaming. There's a confused kid that doesn't get, hey, don't move. You're covered in dog shit means. Uh, This is also apparently, again, I'm I'm just being told all this. I was not there for this. This is also maybe 20 minutes removed from, hey, there's a car coming, get out of the road, and he hears, stand still and let the car just overtake you. Hashtag team car. And (laughs) she just comes in and... The look of, I mean, I mean, are there really any other things on this earth worse than the smell of freshly stepped in dog shit uh, when it really reactivates? Because yeah. a, a, a nice dog shit, especially modern day, yeah. you get the crust. Exactly. You get yeah. the crust. You know, it's fun fact, a little aside here for you for the Rough House listeners is that uh, dog shit no longer turns white because certain governing bodies had the bone meal removed from dog shit. Back in the day, you'd have a dog shit in your yard. A couple of days later, it turns white. You just flick it out of there. No big deal. Well, that was because there was a ton of bone ground up and put into dog food. And that bone would just pass on through them. And that white you would see would be bone residue. These days, we take better care of our animals. So it stays a nice, mushy brown from A to Z. Uh And as you crack that seal... It really rehydrates and, yeah. and reactivates the inside of that fucking butt bath bomb. It's like and a glow stick for shit. Yes, it's a shit stick. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a hot, pungent, unnatural, even though as natural as it could be, smell that I think not a lot of things will bring these, uh, this people together as a country. But I think the smell of dog shit and our hatred for it. Yeah. Uh, there are signs. Pick up your dog shit. Clean after your dog shit. There's entire aisles. Yeah. No one does. No Lazy one cleans after their fucking dog. dog owners. They're the shits. They're the utter fucking shits. I am. I don't care about your dog. I don't care what your dog did. It's a fucking dog. It eats its own shit. It doesn't yep. really know its name. It just reacts to your body language. Uh, and I would take five of them over a child any day. Shitting around the block. Um, and I just thought of the meme that you sent me in this moment. As yeah. I am holding a screaming baby. There's a furious woman. Dog shit everywhere. Dog shit child is standing out front. Just as confused as an Amish woman who's holding a fucking iPad. And I'm like, well, it's 8 a.m. So yeah. we have a humdinger of a day headed towards us. Uh, so boy, did oh boy. you have to go get the car cleaned? or No, what I had to do was actually go to the post office to mail things out from an eBay auction that someone in this house did, not me, because they didn't realize that when you sold something on eBay, you also have to ship it and realize that they were using my account. And I was like, huh, you know what? I haven't checked on my eBay in a while. What are all these notifications I'm getting? Oh, all that stuff you sold forever ago. I guess you just thought that, like, you know, Edward B.A. showed up and just fucking picked everything up and whisked it off to whoever purchased it. You actually have to go and drop it off. So, uh, yeah, so I just got back from the post office, and now the smell of a bleach and dog shit-covered car hangs heavy in the air outside. And this has been what I've been up to. Wow. Yeah, I I can't... uh... I, I can't I can't top that. I can't match Dog that. shit in eBay, buddy. Dog shit in eBay. Uh, apologies for last week. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> well, well first off, I was, was told I was going to die. 
it was my fault for it. We, we couldn't record it on Thursday because I had a wedding to DJ on a Thursday. So uh, that, that was our normal taping day. So I take responsibility for that. We set up on the Saturday morning, and then your heart almost exploded. Yeah, boy. I, uh, I have a 184 over 114. Had to readjust that blood pressure, which is funny because I actually just went in to get uh, my ear looked at. <clears throat> I had a, a humdinger of a yeast infection. Oh. That's not true. That's one of my favorite things in the world to say. I overheard that once <laughs> on a bus. And to this day, it's one of my favorite sentences I've ever accidentally overheard. Yeah, because there's some people coming around. It's gonna, boy, a humdinger of a yeast infection. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? So a, whenever I go to the doctors, I tell that? people that's what it is. No, a man okay. about a woman I was gonna say, on I a bus. I don't think I've ever heard a woman use the word humdinger. I, 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 no. Honestly, I don't think I've ever heard a woman say that. I can't think. And I tell you what, if a woman uses humdinger, she swallows. So if you ever find a lady that, that throws out the nomenclature humdinger, uh, then you wife that up. Uh, but yeah, I go in, I get my ear looked at. And the lady did my, um, she did my blood pressure like yeah. as part of that pre-doctor's visit check. Sure, yeah, yeah, and vitals. She checked it three times because she thought the machine was broken. Uh, you're, you're a pretty healthy guy looking at you. you know, pretty good I'm shape. in relatively good shape. Partial vegan diet. Phew. Nothing matters, man. Smoke what you want, drink what you want, eat what you want, fuck what you want. I do. And nothing matters. Nothing matters. We have been taking people's blood pressures at the station, creating a blood pressure leaderboard. Sure. And uh, I'm telling you, we're taking. Say again? Who's the closest to you? Uh, That would be um, a a sales guy by the name of Sean Grody. Who's, really? Groads is up there a little bit. Groads is up there. No one comes close life. to mine. He does. Kids, 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 DJ gigs, sales, yeah. and kids. Paul Mittemeyer, who treats his body like a fucking fast food sewer. Yeah. A sewer. Self-admittedly eats at Chick-fil-A three to five times a week, sometimes twice a day if he's feeling it. Jesus. His blood pressure is, is that of a Tibetan fucking monk. He is... <laughs> No cholesterol. He's great. Okay, he's missing a fucking limb. Maybe this is God giving him a little good karma, but yeah. uh, I have to take this fucking triple blood pressure medicine now. I have to have an alarm set in my phone to remind me to take it. Uh, I feel fuck all better. Um, I was getting headaches from it and ringing in my ears and all other kinds of shit, but I was just one mild disagreement over a McDonald's employee trying to charge me for a sauce cup away from having a full-blown fucking Jim Ross moment. <laughs> yeah, you don't need any cardiac events at your age. I myself, you know what? I'm, I'm I more do. in the in the Mittermeier sort of uh, sort of way of life. I, uh, you know, I've, I've had talk. Ta- I think I had Taco Bell twice this week and uh, Burger King twice this week. Despite your Ooh, ever-loving man. nature to Burger King, their breakfast though, the croissant, which. I, I, fuck with the I can't say I've ever had Burger King breakfast, so I can't yeah. cast dispersions. But did you drive through or did you walk in? Oh, I drive through. Okay. It's not the drive through experience. Uh, Burger King gets a passable C minus grade on their drive through. It's the in store Burger King experience yeah. that is one of the worst things. Like, they, they should be embarrassed once they go through a Chick fil A where, like, oh, yeah. when you pull up, they give you a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> There's someone standing out there. Yeah. Um, After they some hand reason, you your bag and your milkshake, they rub one off for you. Yeah. They they lean in. They give you, no, 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 no. We got this. Crank, 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 crank. A hologram Swoosh. of your father appears, compliments you. 
and then they just give you your food and your money back. They just yeah. give you your money and your food, a tuggy. Your dad says he loves you. You got a little bit of lipstick on your cheek. Meanwhile, you go into a Burger King. First thing, swarm of horse flies. The whole fucking restaurant's filled with horse flies. You smell something burning, but it's not the grill. Uh, someone that appears to, is someone that looks like uh, the scarecrow from from Who's Batman is behind the oh. counter. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Uh, bathroom is locked, but there's a small blood puddle seeping out from under the crease of the door. You hear a baby crying, but no one can find the baby. Nope. And they're out of that, that Hershey's chocolate pie, which is one of the only fucking things worth getting there. Right. They're always out of it. I've asked for it three times at three separate Burger Kings, and those fucking zilches are always out of the Hershey's chocolate pie there. Yeah, I'm at a disadvantage because where I work now, um, I have a hard, I have to clock out for lunch and I got 30 minutes and I have to be back. And Jesus. the closest thing to me is a Burger King. So um, it's either that or a Subway or Chipotle. But I've been leery about Chipotle ever since the uh, all the stupid diseases that people have been getting from uh, or food poisoning and shit like that people have been getting from it. Plus, Chipotle's more expensive than the other two. Uh, I can go to Burger King you know, four bucks and, and, and be full as opposed to like a $9 burrito bowl or something like that. And I know where you work. They can't, they, those chintzy shits can't afford a one hour lunch for somebody. Nope, a 30 a minute, let me shotgun this food down into uh-huh. my gut, get indigestion, yep. Yep. get curmudgeonally and be worse after work. Yeah. I'm, I'm the usually, shit's uh, that about. Yeah. I'm usually not in a great mood after lunch, aside from having just eaten, but I eat so fast. Which I normally do, also, but it's just it just kind of sits like a sits like a brick right here in the middle of the chest, sort of thing. And then I'm like, oh, okay, who's disabled now? Great. Great. Can you can you eat at your desk while you talk to these fucking uh, enfeebled individuals begging for some of my hard earned money? It, no. First of all, the money. Well, some of it does. There's two different kinds of benefits. One of them comes from your social security, which you pay into it. The other one is uh, a welfare program, but. I have a feeling the amount of money that they're getting versus what was put in over the course of a life poorly lived, probably a little different than what daddy's chipped in with. So, well, yeah, the, the maximum that you can get on the welfare one SSI is $735 a month. Whereas, you know, on your disability, depending on what you've paid in over the years, you can get up to like $1,500 a month. So, well, the, the ones who have, to sell. have a little, uh, little easier <laughs> route about well. it. But may my legs go. May my legs go lame on me. I'll help you out. Start pulling a fucking check. Well, if you can adjust to other work, then they won't uh, approve you. And and despite what people it. think, uh, it is not easy uh, to get approved, uh, as my one year of experience can tell you. It's so weird knowing the people that I know in my life that have gotten social security that could fuck up a blockbuster card application <laughs> that the concept of signing up for Netflix, you might as well have have them be at the stick for the Mars Rover landing somehow are pulling a check. Well, is maybe that's a part of it because there are, uh, you know, uh, developmental disabilities and, uh, and mental capacity, uh, for learning and such is, uh, is a portion of that. Yeah, these are just assholes, man. These are just these, uh, yeah. I, I I rarely do I do I break bread with the mentally enfeebled. Yeah. If your legs go lame, that's fine. But if I see you drooling while you're trying to gum back a pretzel pocket, get the fuck out of my dining room. So, um, we have some wrestling to discuss. Holy shit, there's so much that's where happened over the past two weeks. Start. Um, um so where, where you tell me where would you like to start? I got a couple things on my mind. I want to hear from you. Well, let's get the sad out of the way first. 
this past Sunday, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, Bobby the Brain. Thank you to everyone that's still sending me the article. Thank you. Anybody that sends me uh, Transformers toys, articles. Did you hear about this new movie coming out or a, uh, a wrestling happening? Thank you to everyone that continues to sell that shit to me days after it's fucking occurred. All right. And this 24-hour news cycle, the guy who has to be plugged in, God bless you. I don't need to get the Transformer getting blown meme anymore. I've gotten it 500 fucking times. I've already seen it. I don't need to get it again. Thank you. You are not the tip of the fucking meme spear. When I saw that, it's great the first time. The other $4.99, I'm like, well, this is a dad joke at this point. You've killed it. You ruined what was once beautiful. Fight Club had to destroy something beautiful. Um, Yeah, that was a bummer. And you know what? I was not as sad as I thought I would be knowing the condition he... We saw it coming, absolutely. But you saw the condition he spent his final days or years in. And I can't imagine having... Like, I use my voice and my sentence structure, adjectives, all this stuff. If you took my voice and ability to speak away, I am a turtle on its back in the rain. I'd have nothing to contribute. I just don't. I am not physically well off. I am not mathematically a genius. Engineering, I am not. I don't have anything else. And Bobby the Brain did that better than anybody. And in this cruel twist of, of cosmic fate, this disease took the one thing he was better than anybody else at away from him. Yeah. And think about that prison. To be mm-hmm. trapped in a prison like that is is unimaginable to me. Yeah. It it, it the seeing the photos of him over the past couple of years um you know it, it's 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 heartbreaking uh knowing that that was that was his livelihood that was what made him happy that was that was his life. <clears throat> and when that gets taken away from somebody it's uh it it's tragic but um you know that being said after living like that for so long um yes it's extremely sad but it's also a little bit of a relief um knowing that they're not you know just suffering day to day knowing that and and living that way yeah that that was where my my uh point of not feeling as sad as yeah. like a, a younger man when you hear like a wrestler in his 30s 40s dying right. way too soon bobby had lived a long life but the latter half of that life a huge chunk of it was spent with his greatest asset taking away taken away from him and, and obviously it physically it destroyed his jaw and yeah. face um and yeah, I I only have to assume a lot of people breathed a maybe a quiet sigh of relief that all right now let's remember yeah. just the amazing work that you did is quite quite literally the best on the mic and as a manager of, of all time and if you need proof that God isn't up there and we all just turned to worm food afterwards Josh Matthews just speaking clear as day just couldn't couldn't put together a sentence quicker and look better and then meanwhile bobby the brain's face and throat wither away on him and he has to spend trapped in that but meanwhile matthew's out there just spitting hot shit on gfw tna impact tna gf tna impact tfw or whatever the fuck you're calling that company now changes week to week uh oh it's changed again have you seen that yeah gfw it's changed again yeah now it's back to impact Put a bullet in that fucking thing's head. It's if you and I 
changed. We 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 do our damnedest, and God bless you, the Rough House listener and the Realm Network. Well, we do our damnedest to try and stay on brand as best as possible. Yeah. If you and I just picked a different fucking name for this thing right. every three months, would we have any right to bitch why we weren't growing listenership or possibly losing it? No, no. Although like Coca-Cola can't call themselves something different every fucking six months right. and still expect people to buy that can and bring it to their lips. You got to pick a fucking name. Consistency in brand awareness is number one. It's paramount. You can't you you can't fuck with that. You have people have to know what you are, what your name is, and where to find you. That's one, two, three. And they have. Uh, well, I mean, I, are they still on pop? I don't even know where to find them. So that one's out of the way. I know what they do more or less. Uh, and their name, like we said, has changed four, three or four times over the past couple months. So it's it's very confusing to uh, to stay in the loop on that. And I get that the WWF has changed names. WWWF yeah. then became WWF. Oh, okay, yeah. And then WWE. Get the but F out. Get the F out. That was but genius, by the way. It was goddamn what a great marketing campaign for yeah. that. But in the time that they've been around, NWA Total Nonstop Action, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, then Impact Wrestling, then Global Force Wrestling, then TNA Impact Wrestling, then Global Force, and now Impact Wrestling again. Yeah. Or Anthem Presents Impact you can't expect people to like exactly like you said if it's not the same name and and you're jumping around channels and yes the WWE has also jumped channels but they stuck with one for a long time right. before they would go to Spike and then TNN and then USA right. but their tenures yeah, there TNN. were long yeah they were on the fucking Nashville yeah, network baby that's right yeah they they would stick with something for a while and then transition all things change but Global Force at this time, I don't know where to find it. I don't know what the fuck to call it. I don't know who the fuck is in it. Oh. And have you been watching? Have you seen any clips of it recently? Well, no. Um, not not of the weekly show. I know Ty okay. and Johnny Impact have shown up, which could yes. do nothing but help because they're both great performers and assets to any company they work for. But on the GFW tip, did you hear what they did with these? Remember like two years ago in Vegas when they did like all these tapings with GFW and they're like GFW roster at the time. And then they're now releasing them now uh, as GFW, like one night only things on pay-per-view and half the fucking roster is now an NXT and they're trying to like retcon it to say, Hey, they've come back for this show. Oh no. Yes. It was oh, Bobby no. Roode the- versus Eric Young on this GFW one night only, both of whom are now uh champions in NXT or uh, Bobby Roode wasn't in, isn't anymore, but has been or was for a really long time. And now they're trying to pawn it off as they came back uh to GFW for this one night only thing and nobody's fucking buying it. That's sad. Well, I was going to say from a legal standpoint, <clears throat> the WWE, those are now noted properties properties uh, how i mean i don't know i don't know how that works out i don't know um <clears throat> if when they came over you know their name if they own their names it's possible because a lot you know a lot of people are doing that now and and uh, uh, yeah but I, I guess the retconning is what i mean like when they say hey they've come back and the wwe could be like no the fuck they haven't we're not doing a tag because that to me sounds like a talent swap that does. sounds like Hey, we're leaving NXT or WWE to go over to GFW TNA Impact yeah. Anthem. And if that's how they're selling it, holy shit, are they going to get a cease and desist the size of a fucking aircraft carrier at some point? Yeah, yeah probably. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's just 
like they're grasping at straws. I mean, they had they've had this they've been sitting on this content for a couple of years now, and they haven't done anything with it. Um, and I guess now they're trying to capitalize on all the work that uh, that Triple H and NXT have done to to putting these uh, people over the way that they never could. I mean, sure, yeah. yeah I guess Eric, they were both champions over there uh, in TNA, but um, but uh, you know, it's it's just not the same. It's not the same, uh, and this is still, God, it's just so weird how it's just this weird Frankenstein together monster that just somehow refuses to die no matter how many of the villagers' pitchforks are plunged into its body. It fucking lurches along. Yeah. And if you've watched any, and I, I, I have it set on my DVR to watch, and if I've scooted through everything, I'll, I'll pop it on to see who's there, because especially with some of this AAA and former Lucha talent coming over. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're doing this thing where, man, it, if you're a casual wrestling fan, you got to be confused as shit if you're watching this and saying, I'll defend your tag titles against the GFW tag titles, right. and we'll take them to AAA to defend against those. Ta- it's getting like a, a little boxing-ish to where they're, you're having Conan and LAX threaten, um, what, what's it, uh, Ohio Forever, OVE something. There's this, there's this new fucking weird tag team, and they're <laughs> called OVE. And they're like, hey, your tag titles versus us, and we'll do it in Mexico. And you're like, as a viewer, like, I don't, I don't know what the, what the fuck is happening. Also, some of the worst crowd pumped in post-edit audio you've ever heard. You can hear the skip in the loop badly. Oh, yes. really? Yay! 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 <laughs> like, oh my. No one even tried. No one tried. They just... Right click paste, right click paste, right click paste, right click paste a thousand times. You got to cross copy it together, man. It'll, they it'll did none of that seamlessly. Just right. Watch an episode recently. To overlap. And it gives it away when you, Chris is hundred percent right. You have to you have to do this X. You have to swap the. You have to take these two fold these two files <laughs> and you cross them over top of each other. Maybe yeah. have one fade out, one fade in. Yeah. But there's a, a fucking millisecond gap of silence. And also on top of that, they have a a, a, a sky cam of the crowd. Not uh, making a move or a motion right. or a, a hand to mouth, yet somehow it sounds like fucking Daniel Bryan running down to rejoin the main roster right. and and cash in at WrestleMania or something. Uh, and you're like, this crowd is not moving, and I can hear the skip. It's just very, very strange. I, I, I just this 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 is almost like the the, the pro wrestling version of North Korea threatening to nuke the entire world. It's been happening forever. <laughs> And at this point, you're like, shit or get off the pot. Either drop a fucking bomb or go back to your cheese block. Because right. we're sick of the whole, this is, we're, we're starting over and we're going to have a fresh face at the head and we have a new digital platform yeah. or they're going away. They're selling their assets and talents jumping ship and it looks like they're going under. But they never do. Yeah, well, also Vince McMahon isn't tweeting, come at us, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> did you catch oh, the South Park? Me. By the way, I did not know this this week's South Park. It, it's pertinent to your uh, dog shit story, and yes. it's pertinent to what we just discussed. You should check that out. Dog um, shit. But talking about um, moving on to another big topic that happened this past week in regards to TNA and GFW. The, did you get that survey from WWE that they sent out? Yeah, where they were talking about uh, a little bit of Ring of Honor. They were talking about. <laughs> 
New, uh, Japan, New Japan, TNA, uh, and other. What was indies? the theme of it? If you'd like to see content added to right. the network, was they're, that what it was? They're gauging opinions on the type of content that uh, subscribers would like to see on the network. Um, and there were a lot of different options, you know, a lot of uh, scripted ideas like a WWE Game of Thrones style uh, sort of show, a WWE meets Office, uh, The Office sort of show. Um, you know, they had a, a, an option for kind of like the Roughhouse redos that we did where they have superstars yeah. come in and redo commentary for matches. Um, they had like podcasts, uh, an audio channel, um, uh, house shows being put on the network, more special events like the Beast from the East sort of thing uh, or like the MSG show, uh, stuff stuff like that. A lot. There were a lot of options on there. Um, it, it's worth going through and, and filling out. I did. You know, they give you uh, – they give you like 15, 10 to 15 options. And they say, if you had $10 to distribute between these options, how would you distribute your money? So you can put like, I really want to see this. So I'll put five bucks of that and then put ones for a bunch of other ones sort of thing. So they, they huh. were kind of gauging, uh, gauging fan interest on that. So there were, there were some interesting ones in there. One of them, uh, like we said, was uh, old GFW TNA um, content. So I don't know if that... You know, rumor of them looking to buy the tape library was uh, was just a rumor back then, or if it's something they've been considering. And this, the same with Ring of Honor. So that's uh, certainly interesting. It, it made the rounds, and uh, I, 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 excuse me, I filled it out. Yeah, you know what? I think that is the future of the network is they want to grow the network outside of their own content, which sometimes great, sometimes lacking, sometimes. Right. Uh, just it's it's inconsistent at best, and it seems like sometimes they really kind of plateau. I think they need to look away from themselves. I mean, if it really is a bottom line business, you need to become a Netflix and right. get other people's series on there, not just your in-house stuff, not just your house of cards and your narcos and what have you. Get some stuff that other people have done and put it on there, and you bottleneck it through the network. Right. You like ICW, bottleneck it through the network. You like Ring of Honor. Go to the network. You're like New Japan. Go to the network. Yeah. You make it the one-stop shop. Shit, charge twelve ninety-five a month. Bump it up to fourteen ninety-five a month. Yeah. If you've got the content to support it, and it's worth it for the company that is now a part of that network, like an ROH, like maybe like an MCW or something yeah. like that. Maybe like a monthly indie showcase show where. Every month, we're going to show one new indie, right. and at the end of the year, maybe we'll vote on if one sticks around or have this one big, fun mega event or something. But I, I think that is the future of the network. I don't think ROH will ever blossom outside of Sinclair, New Japan. I don't know if they have the infrastructure to become as large in America as they'd like to be outside yeah. of the occasional stateside show. Yeah. Um, I looked to a company, Pride, that UFC used to be up against, and mm -hmm. they tried to do something in the in the United States. They did events in LA, and they just didn't have the size and infrastructure. Uh, and sometimes it's hard for an international company to do that. That's not like a big mega Virgin Airlines type thing. I would love I would love to see all of those things underneath of the and and let them. The WWE has nothing to do with their product. No. At all. We are no. going to be your distributor. We're yeah. not going to be, we're not going to own you. We're going to distribute you, which would keep 
all the integrity, everything you love in ROH, everything you love in New Japan, Evolve, everything like that, would all stay as is. And if they didn't want to work on it anymore and they didn't like their arrangement, they pull out and good luck for you. And, and New Japan can go back to getting their product out there however they wanted. Same with ROH. Look for another television deal. Yeah. I think that's the future of those companies and the network. I hope it happens. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to see how they handle... Um contracts because one of the big things with the indies is that you get people you know from formerly from wwe and who are assigned to other organizations um who come through you know like cody has been doing a whole bunch of uh indie shows with his uh you know being the ring of honor champion he's doing the kiss the ring gimmick instead Mm -hmm. of the title belt he has the ring which i fucking love um that's great you know but will um somebody who's under contract for a company that they don't have a deal with if they're on one of those indies does that show uh end up on the network i'm curious to see how that uh legality will be worked around uh if it comes to be you know like pwg they have all these damn people from everywhere come in and um you know if pwg showed up on the network i'd i'd pay another ten dollars a month probably by the way, if anybody wants me to buy me the uh, the Battle of Los Angeles uh, DVD sets from this past year, I love you forever. Thank you very much. Um, Hook them up. Get them, get them that shit. Get them but that yeah, stuff. There's, there's, that's definitely uh, something that I think they should spend some time in trying to trying to work out because um, you know there's nothing wrong with the one stop shop, man. That's where we're headed. You know, Amazon and Walmart are fighting it out for the future of everything. It's going to be you know uh, the United States of America sponsored by Amazon, and you know what? At this point. I'm okay I'm with, with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to anybody who owns a mom and pop shop. Um, I, I really am. Um, and I feel for you. Um, and I, I, I just, I, I, I'm broke. So if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to look for the cheapest option. And I want to support as many people as I can in your families and your businesses. But if, uh, if something I'm looking to get is, is, is $12.95 on Amazon and $22.95 in your store, I'm going to fucking Amazon, bro. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, uh, I don't have to talk to people at Amazon. Oh, that uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are garbage. And the old man behind the counter at your local hardware store that wants to have a 45-minute conversation about that fucking Allen wrench that I just bought, right. uh, I don't want that. I just want to fucking click, click, send my way. It's just yep. an evolution. Sorry if they're not going to be some fucking nickel and dime mom and pop looking Ben Franklin store I go into. Fingers crossed. I hope they have that one remaining jar of unexpired marmalade in the back. Let me go check with the fucking handicapped kid that we asked to stock the shelves and sweep the floors. Amazon's got that shit and they send it. Yeah. It's just the evolution of consumerism. Frankly speaking, they're building these big fucking mega centers somewhere that are going to employ people locally like Tens of thousands of them. So we got to stop romanticizing the past a little bit. When you lay the pros and cons next to each other, I'm sorry, but the the mega corporations fucking win. It's just they do. Sorry, I'm all in on this kind of. Yes, it it really, really is. Um, Something else, talking about the the poll on WWE.com. If you go over there right now and get looking, a lot of talk about the return of Paige, yes. which yes. I am a so surprised by. I don't know. It, this looks to be inevitable, and yeah. I believe I went on record as saying I, I didn't think it would ever happen. I thought that The Rock's movie would get canceled. Yeah. There's too much of a stink and a stigma around her, not just sex tape, not just nude pics, but domestic violence shit with Del Rio. Yeah. You're married, engaged. I don't know what the fuck they are to a guy that 
can't help but motherfuck the WWE to anyone that will listen. Cabbie, Subway employee, Make-A-Wish kid, Bush. He'll just (laughs) fucking start cussing about this company. So you're going to return to this company. And how, how do you foresee a page return going? You are done. You are McMahon. How do you, how do you roll this back out? Um, you can't acknowledge the, you know, you can't acknowledge most of that stuff. You the old fuck vids? Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. time heals all gaping holes. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Nice. You know, you just sell it as you you remember everybody of her accomplishments. You know, she was an NXT Women's Champion and then also won the Divas Championship on her first night. Um, She's had all these matches against all these people, and it has been great. You you remind them of that, and she has to bring her fucking a game because the division has changed an awful lot since she's been gone. Um, rumor has it she'll go to SmackDown, which I think uh, will help a little bit um, because, you know, the lop- the lopsided roster of Raw is really starting to hurt SmackDown. Um, it's become A and B show again as opposed to an evil, even playing field after the brand split. And I think Paige to SmackDown, um, some fresh blood in the uh, women's division, a different uh, different accent, you know, different look. Um, you just kind of remind everybody of what she was, and she has to come out and fucking bring it to remind everybody, uh, you know, of this is her house or whatever the fuck her thing is. I'm going to need to go back and watch some of her matches as far as her in-ring work is concerned because I feel like, the landscape has sort of changed yeah. since she was in there doing her thing with AJ, doing her stuff with Caitlyn. Right. I mean, that that crew, that sort of layover to the women's revolution was better than what came before it. Your Kelly Kellys of the world. And while better, is she going to be able to hold her own with, you know, what with what Bailey's capable of, Sasha Banks is capable of, Becky Lynch, Charlotte's killing it. Dear God, they're getting good matches out of fucking Tamina these days. Yeah. They are upgrade. And then you've got Asuka waiting in the wings. Yeah. Where's Paige going to find herself in this? Because she doesn't get to get by on the, hey, how don't I look so much different than these 19 blondes? They're all different now. You don't get to get by on your weird, wild look anymore, especially when Asuka rolls the fuck in. Yeah, Were that goofy? Brands, though. Yeah. But it's different brands, but same company. I still don't think she's going to be able to get by on what she used to do. They're going to have to rebrand her. She was kind of the bridge uh, between the Divas and the Women's Revolution. Um, And I think I kind of equate her in-ring performance to a Randy Orton in that when she really wants to turn it up, she can. But it seemed like, especially towards the end of her her last time uh, with uh, before she got injured, she was kind of just phoning it in and doing what Randy does all the time. And you're like, oh, why should I care about this person? That's why I was saying she has to bring her like a game. But I don't, I don't think you re gimmick her or anything like that. She's still kind of the anti diva, you know. She, nobody, nobody has like jet black hair and does like the you know pale vampire goth thing or whatever the fuck she is. So she still kind of has a unique look um, that'll set her apart. She does have a unique look, and you're right there. 
But I think that it used to be because everyone else's looks weren't. Right. That she was the anti-diva. There are no divas anymore. Her right. whole hook was, I'm the anti-diva. I mean, just the term diva right. is now gone. It's true. So, and you know what? They're not going to acknowledge it. But goddamn, it's, it's going to fucking come up. It's going to come up somehow. I mean, look at recent Cena Reigns stuff in the ring. Just like they brought up. <laughs> Jesus Sorry. Christ. What did Brad Matt? What? Hold on, no, say no. this again. He came up. Oh, Chris. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Sorry. How sorry. do we not have more I'm listeners? Sorry. I'm, and sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You, uh, <laughs> ah, fuck. I for, completely forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Brad no, Maddox. You talking about yes. the Xavier Woods when, uh, when New Day came out and they made a little look to him. Uh, did I? Know. That's what you were going for, wasn't it? Nope. Mm-mm. I, I could have sworn that's where you were headed. About Mm-mm. you said they're going to have to uh, allude to it somehow. Nope. Nope. That wasn't that's it. Where I you were going? About that. that was a good point. No, that was a good point, though, that they uh, they definitely did that. <laughs> um, well, you said come up. So that's what uh, that's what sidetracked me because I'm a gotcha. child. Man, you, you and Colt need to do a fucking podcast together. You and Colt Cabana need I'm to get awful. together. I'm well That motherfucker. This. this motherfucker did an interview recently with Ken Anderson and Davari. And one okay. of my favorite... This is how out of shit I was to listen to, that I listened to fucking Colt. That he... He is, he is living on the legacy of that fucking CM Punk interview. I will oh, never yeah. know what the shit people get out of that goddamn podcast, out of the guests... out Besides the guests that are on it. Because... Right. One of my favorite fabled things in wrestling is wrestler's court. I love the the mysterious behind-the-scenes look into wrestler's court. And when you talk to wrestlers in interviews and podcasts, you hope to get a peek behind the curtain with that stuff. And Ken Anderson is talking about wrestler's court in TNA versus WWE. And there's good wrestler's courts and there's bad wrestler's courts. And I didn't know there was such a thing as a good wrestler's court, a silly wrestler's court. Everyone laughs. Daivari made some comment about Billy Gunn, and people didn't think he knew Billy Gunn as well as he did, and he did. And as a punishment for making fun of Billy Gunn or whatever was that he went and purchased a bar. He made a bar in the back of TNA, like bought $1,000 worth of liquor and bartended. Drinking gotcha. bar, yes, yes. And, and Sting came and hung out. And Booker T hang out. And like he's like, Sting never hung out. It was a, fa- a great story. And then Ken Anderson is about to get into what wasn't a good wrestler's court. That there was this time at the back of the bus. And, and then for some reason, Cold, who has a permanent fucking nasal infection, by the sounds of it, chimes in with like the way he said like the word bus. Or back of the, like, why do you say it like that? The back of the. Yeah, that's where I'm from, you know, because I mean, when I'm on there with the back of the. 14 oh, fucking minutes later about a pronunciation of a word, they've forgotten what they're talking about, and you're never going to get this goddamn story ever about this amazing back of the bus wrestler's court where, man, someone got it. Uh, but no, you go ahead and walk that fucking path of about the way that. Ken Anderson pronounced a word, and I'm, I'm in there screaming, get the fuck back to that story. God damn it, Ken. I, I, at that point, I would have just told him, like, listen, I have a story to tell. It's fucking fantastic. 
and you're going to please let me finish telling it. Because so far, it's just been a very hyperactive Idaivari, and <laughs> you talking about people that we have no idea about with too much inside baseball. Yeah. That's how that's how fucking hurting I was for, for shit to listen to this week that I had to dive deep down the damn cold hole. It's infuriating when you're listening to something and somebody does something annoying and you just want to punch the radio. I, uh, you know. You text me often. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's annoying. You, it have an, you have a fucking anger that is, it's one day going to be studied. You have towards, towards certain <laughs> folks and uh, certain organizations that one day they will t- they will plug a fucking uh, cable into and power a city. I, I am bitter and I don't let things go. So uh, I, I hold and grudges I, like I lower will, court judges. I, will, I personally, and this is just the opinion of myself, I will forever hate the Ravens for the eleven years of misery I went through working there doing that shit. I, it's just it's not gonna time will not heal that wound. I will forever hate that organization for that. So that's just something uh, it's going to have to be dealt with with me. You just have to put up with it. And I apologize. I do. I do. I know. One they, day uh, I know they help stretch you. I know out they on pay your bills. I know they pay your bills. I oh, yeah. I oh, no. They pay these fucking bills. Yeah. No. I, may, I, they, may they forever remain champion so I can keep the lights on in this house. Trust me. I could. I could, I could use a couch. Uh, <laughs> couch appointment or two here. Uh, yeah. Someone to stretch out. Um, Man. Let's talk about the Vince McMahon, Kevin Owens stuff. What'd you think about that? He had butt him in the fucking face. Yeah. And did. what do you believe? There's, there's, there's two schools of thought or, or two opinions of what happened there that he pre-bladed ahead of time and, and then up, that yeah. he just cut him the hard way. I don't think, I don't think he, it went hard way. I mean, yeah, he, he bashed the fuck out of his brain, his 72 year old brain. Um, but, uh, I, 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 I wouldn't put it past Vince to to do that back backstage in his office and then cover it up with whatever, you know, had a makeup person back there to cover it up. So whenever there was contact made, he had a little uh, a little bloody blood drip out. Um, I thought the segment itself was was good. You know, it, it Vince still to this day just attracts your attention. He's he's uh, he's an electrifying presence. Um, so the fact that you know he went out there. With Kevin Owens in the ring, um, the person that, you know, the rumors, well, Vince thinks he's too fat and he'll never amount to anything. Meanwhile, he's, you know, held almost every title the company has and <laughs> all this other stuff. And and Vince, you know, trusting him and giving the giving him the rub to do this one-on-one, uh, not even just promo, but then to beat the fuck out of him. Trusting him to to beat him up in a, in a way that would look effective but not really fuck him up for real that at a 70 for a 72 year old that's a hell of a lot of trust i'm looking at this footage here again and i'm watching the headbutt and i got here's one of the reasons why i think it was it was the hard way okay you mean to tell me that he sliced his head just right right there ahead of time covers it up uh-huh and Kevin has such Hawkeye pinpoint accuracy to put the tip of his skull directly on the tip of another man's skull to pop it open right there or nearby. Possibly. And I'm looking at the blood that's coming out of there. Okay. Man, that stuff looks deep and thick, and there is a knot. If you watch the video that WWE has posted, pause it at the 3 minute and 14 second mark, and there is a fucking knot and a slice on his head. I, I think he popped his ass open. And it's great when you see Vince get up and he is red-faced and yeah. furious. Man, 
This guy, there's actually an interesting article with Roman Reigns in CBS Sports about how Vince McMahon's bumps and what he did with Kevin Owens just inspires the rest of the locker room when they're like, they're seeing, they're seeing this guy get just blasted in the mush by one of the best performers, pop up, get them fucking hands up. They're like, oh my God, this, this 70 plus year old man is doing this. Yeah. We need to. We need to do better. We, we this guy, this guy is still bringing that attitude era heat. Let's 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 add an extra layer of of viciousness to it. Do, do you think that that feud there that that reigns and Cena thing is going to have is that going to be an ugly fight? Because it's verbally been very ugly, just about as ugly a verbal back and forth as there's been in quite some time. Yeah, I don't think it's gotten this personal since Cena and The Rock. Um, which has he got two inside baseball though? Uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to comment on that because what they're saying is appealing to me. Like that's it's appealing I, to us. I, yeah, we're who they're targeting, and it's working. So I, I, I can't, with an outsider's perspective, say if it's too inside base. For me personally, it's not because I keep up with these things. But to average, uh, average Jim Bob in, um, in 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 Alabama, I don't know. Um, maybe. Um, but even even you know they referenced uh, Reigns's failed drug test that was even mentioned on Raw. So if you've paid attention to Raw, um, which a lot of these hayseeds don't from year to year, but it was something that is in canon if you want to call what happens on TV canon. So maybe not. But either way, I think it's I liked it. I now again I'm with you to an extent, being that we know these stories, we yeah. know this stuff. You and I do a show about it. We both love it. We both watch it. But if you're the casual, which they had during their height, they didn't need to do this level of stuff where you're talking about drawing money, where you're talking about ticket sales, you're talking about creating, being created by the machine, being, uh, when you talk about, when you bring up Alex Riley, and they're like, who the fuck is Alex Riley? This drug test, while (laughs) they did talk about it not long after it happened and Seth Rollins was busting his balls, that was a ways back. Yeah, and this while well, all this sort of stuff, you and I are like, whoa, like you said, these, you know, these stump lickers in Alabama are like, I don't know who the fuck Alex Riley is. Right. I'm not sure why you guys are talking finances. And someone <laughs> pissed hot. I love drugs. I, I, I you're not getting the larger audience that I think you have has abandoned you, and you sometimes sort of abandon it itself. Um, there's a very interesting new. Uh, episode of um, Something to Wrestle With where they're talking about Unforgiven 99 and in it there's a conversation that Conrad has with Bruce about how Vince McMahon was disgusted by the wrestling fan. He doesn't want the wrestling fan. The wrestling fan's already there. He right. wants the sports entertainment fan. He wants that sports dollar. He wants the MLB money, NFL money, NBA yeah. money, NHL money. He doesn't need the wrestling fan because they're already there. Right. This stuff that they're talking about, Cena and Reigns, as heat as it is, as shitty as it is, as, oh, motherfucker, get that guy some burn cream, as it is. The people that know about that stuff are already there. Yeah, you're 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 catering to an audience that you already have, which you should, but at the same time, it's your duty to also then grow this and bring in people that don't know this sort of stuff. And I think they want a little too inside baseball on well, this angle. Yeah. On, on this angle, maybe, but on the flip side of that, you know, they're having, they have Brock Lesnar and um, Braun Strowman, which is 
the biggest uh, sports entertainment-y sort of build uh, that we've seen. It's a carny fight, you know, with a legit UFC fighter and this huge motherfucker. So I think, you know, if you're balancing the two um, angles next to each other, I think it kind of balances out a little bit. That yes, yes, it does. The, the Brock and Braun is, is appealing to the Hayseeds in, in, in Alabama and Mississippi and the Cena-Roman stuff. I mean, you, you find a way for Smarks to root for John Cena. It's put him against Roman Reigns right now, and that's 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 where we are. And I'm fucking stoked for the match tomorrow night. I think, I think both of those matches are obviously WrestleMania-worthy and are going to be uh, awesome uh, one way or another. It's wild that they're going all in. They're almost calling this no mania where you yeah. are are you not going to have these matches at mania because these are things people early on in the year post mania early days of summer started to think okay, what's Mania going to look like maybe right. as we walk towards SummerSlam on the other side of? And you start thinking, yeah, I think they're going to do Cena and Reigns at Mania. Cena and Reigns at Mania has got to be a big one. Then what about Lesnar and <coughs> Lesnar and, and Strowman? Yeah. yeah, that's got to be a Mania match. And here we are at no mercy, and we're getting these things. That you're like, what? what? A, if you, I had this at SummerSlam, I'd kind of be like, okay, I guess they're going to kind of get to it early, and there's no reason, and Lord knows they've shown examples that they will run it back. Right. Um, right. But I'm. am I excited for this card? Absolutely. Are these matches that I thought they could have waited and really let them build up more without letting them touch each other for a while towards Mania? I could have seen it. Sure, but we're also in the short attention span era where, you know, everything seems to, uh, to happen a lot quicker. And it's also um, the fact that No Mercy is in L.A., which is, you know, market number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Staples Center is a couple hundred seats away from being sold out. Um, I think that helps, too, uh, because that's where they used to. That's where they were doing SummerSlam for, like, almost 10 years was at the Staples Center. So, you know, L.A. is is big. Um, I think that has something to do with it as well. Um, and I think maybe they're trying everything they can to get more subscribers <laughs> and more eyes on the network by giving us these matches a little bit sooner. Plus, you know, John Cena keeps saying, I don't know how much time uh, I can keep doing this schedule. And, and uh, you know, he's going off to shoot Transformers soon and all this sort of stuff. So... Uh, they put Cena against Braun. They're putting Cena against Roman, and there was like another one or two. Oh, the Nakamura match. There, he's, yeah. He's running through all of these, you know, dream matches. Um. So, I I, know, I think Cena becomes the Rock in that you know he comes in for a program or two a year, puts somebody over maybe, and uh, and and then goes off to his Hollywood career because the guy. You know, John Cena is a marketable motherfucker. So, and he's smart, and he's talented, and he knows what he's doing. So, I think uh, if there ever is going to be another Rock, it's John Cena. Yeah, I do believe that that Cena will be. He'll be a Rock. He'll be maybe a Batista as far as his level of appeal. I mean, will he achieve the heights of the Rock? Man, that'd be a maybe not. I would say he's probably going to reach a Batista level of stuff, okay. which is nothing to shake a stick at. The no. Rock is, that's a once in a generation type ascension in your original profession and then the one that followed. But uh, yeah, Cena's is definitely going to start to bow out. And maybe also it's got something to do with stacking a card up against the beginning of football season, back to school season. True, yeah. Do you take your foot off the throttle when people are uh, spending money on football, people are spending money on school? You're like, or do you double down? Like, no, 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 no. We still deserve your dollars around this time. 
check this shit out, and you really laid the pedal down. Instead of giving us some battleground Punjabi prison throwaway card, yeah. you give us this that's like, ah, man, I... If I am I either going to spend the money on this, whether it be a pay per view or the network, or am I going to yeah. watch football or buy that kid that fucking book cover that he needs? You've got to you got to do some thinking because this is a so far pretty damn good looking card. Yeah, yeah, and you know the two matches we already talked about. There's also a, uh, is it a triple threat tag team match or is it just a uh, is it just Ambrose and Rollins against the Ballers yes or Hardys? it's just one on one Cesaro, Sheamus, Dean Ambrose, and Rollins. Okay, all right. You've got Enzo and Neville, which Enzo getting destroyed by Braun Strowman was something Holy shit. at. <laughs> I'm going to be so curious to watch this match because you took a guy that just can't work. He just can't. Yeah. And you put him in a division with some of the most acrobatic performers. I'm not going to say they're all great wrestlers, but some fucking acrobatic performers. Yeah. And you're what is he going to do? How is Neville going to fucking carry because Neville Arm is doing bar. 99%. Oh, yes. Yes. Do you just, do you have Enzo just slap on fucking hammer locks and arm yeah. bars and half Nelsons and shit? I mean, Enzo at this point needs to become a heel. Enzo's got to become a heel. So yeah. fucking annoying. The whole rah-rah this and I'm going to fight back and I'm going to punch you in the face. It, no oh. one's buying it. You're fucking terrible. You lose you are losing more than Bray Wyatt. You're you're just you're truly the worst. Did I mean, you I think see his maybe, newest T-shirt. I have not. What Enzo's new shirt? Oh my god, I don't even understand it. It's something about sauce. Let's get a look uh, here. Go to wweshop.com and to, prepare to throw up all over your keyboard. Let's get a look here at wwe.com and go to the shop zone. Take a look at their. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I went to the actual shop zone, being that I last time I did, I got burned on that goddamn Kevin Owens Christmas sweater that wasn't a Christmas <laughs> wasn't a sweater. sweater. It was a, yeah, it was Still a not happy about that. Here we go. The Enzo Amori. I got the sauce. I don't even know what that means. Um, Muscles marinara with meatballs. What the That's fuck? That's a fucking terrible shirt. It's a terrible shirt. Who's going to buy that? The Bobby Roode shirt's not bad. I am not. Goddamn, I'm not wearing that. Hey, what do you think of the um this the Ziggler shit? Uh man, that is this is getting this is getting sad. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I they have to be building to him versus Bobby Roode because all he's doing is talking about entrances and shit, and that's you know, it's <laughs> kind of Bobby Roode's uh thing man, right now. Talk about a long walk for a small nut. Yeah, no, it is, and. We've said this ad nauseum over the course of uh, this whole pod, not this podcast, but the history of the podcast, is that Dolph Ziggler is a talented performer. Um, it, they, it, nothing really clicks with him. Like he's got, he's got. It's like they ha- they have all the right ingredients on, sitting on a table, but they mix them together, and instead of making um, you know a, a thing of brownies, they get like you know shit paste. You yeah, know? they get they get chocolate egg salt. Yeah, they're, they're putting like, him together the wrong way uh, to not because he has all the you know he's got a great look he's athletic yeah. uh, he's he's a, a good to great talker um, he's he's got everything but I I can't remember and I apologize to Dolph Ziggler Josh who's listening to this and who's been anxiously awaiting um, I I can't remember the last time Dolph Ziggler really gelled a hundred percent it may have been back when he was with Vicky and that's a long time removed 
The last time I can think was when he cashed in oh, that was on that. Del yeah. Rio yep. the yep. night after Mania. With AJ and, and Big that, E. Team yes, and that crowd went fucking yep. bananas. Yep. And I remember thinking that night, I, I remember re-watching that. It was one of the few things, like, I rewatched the uh, the Iron Woman match and, you know, kind of getting choked up a little bit. Yeah. And some other stuff in the WWE here and there throughout the years. And watching that cash in, and in that moment, seeing that crowd go nuts, and it's obviously yeah. a Mania crowd and a Mania Raw, so you're going to get a little bit of a bias. But thinking, and he got over the hill. There he is. He's now a main-level, main-event player. And little did I know, that would be the peak of it. And that was it. Yeah. Well, and I it think just died a, from there. A few of the concussions, he got concussed a couple times. That didn't help matters. Yes, his injuries did play into it. Yes, correct. Um, but, yeah, no, you're, you're 100% right. That was the last time he really gelled all the way. And that's not to say he hasn't had really good matches since then. He has. Um, you know, his matches with The Miz were pretty good. Um, yeah. He, even, he, he fought Styles last year for the title, didn't he? He was one of uh, uh, Styles' first opponents, I did think. Did he? Was he one of the ones, if I don't get the title from you, I'll quit? No, that was the Miz angle. Was that the Miz angle? I think, okay. I don't know. It all fucking blurs together. But he has had good matches. But this thing, just aping everybody's entrances and, you know, is it too soon to do a Warrior one? Is is the Warrior kind of uh, – I know he's gone up and down in, in the in – the, in the, you know, mind of WWE, but uh, I don't know. Like, sure, you can make fun of Bailey's, and you can make fun of... Uh, uh, <coughs> has he done Balor yet? I don't think he's done Balor yet. I don't know if he has. I was very surprised he did Triple H's. Yes. When he's yeah, out there, he like, Triple fucking H's. making fun of some big guns and all that. And DX, but yeah, this and just leads DX to a too. feud with Rude, and this is going to be a feud that's to put Rude over. Right. His feud with Nakamura was to put Nakamura over. Yeah. Like, he's being used as a fucking springboard for a lot of cats. Yeah. And, I mean, there was that, 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 that discussion of him leaving a year or two ago to pursue yeah. comedy or to do whatever else. Right. It might take some time away, man. It might take... Uh, we're, we're always talking about the talent swaps and the shakeups. And, my God, someone might go to NXT. Yeah. You know what? Maybe a stint down there could work wonders for the band and let him go down there and, you know, uh, get the rub of youth and excitement from the young cons and let them get the rub of experience and having been there from a veteran like him for those same young guys and gals because the main roster thing, if the rumors to believe, is going to build towards Bobby Roode. That'll be right. a fun match. Yeah. But if, if there's no way in hell that Roode doesn't come out on top of that. There's no, I'm not right. curious about that. This is like, oh, okay, so this is... Right. This is who Rude's going to beat. So there's, there's no intrigue there. Oh my god, dude. We we have to before we before we fucking bounce. Holy shit. I think you said it at the beginning of the show. Uh the quality of the shows has swung uh, far back towards Raw. You are going back to you going to Jinder, aren't you? Oh my god. Yeah. We oh my fucking that. god. Ooh. Ooh, that Ooh. that was one of those moments and I think I brought this up recently on one of the shows where um, you're watching with somebody who doesn't always watch. Yes, and this did not happen this time. Right. But whenever something's embarrassing, uh, May Young give birth to a hand, Triple H fuck the ground sure. beef situation. I, I can't remember the recent one. It sucks that it's escaping me that I was talking about. But uh, I was I was watching this and thinking, and I I, I even took the, the the time to tweet about it. Like I, I never tweet yeah. about stuff that sucks, and I was so embarrassed yeah. by that trash gender promo and people are like 
you know, hey, it's the evil foreigner thing. The evil foreigner thing stopped working 20 years ago. Yeah, and they were doing at least three of them at one time a couple months ago, and it's still going on. Meanwhile, they're both foreigners at this point. They're <laughs> both foreigners. And on top of that, you're fucking with the man's, like, pronunciations. Like, right. that's just, that's we're just not even dipping into xenophobia. Xenophobia is two steps ago. We're just racist at this point. Racist. I rook the same, like, Oh my God! Now it's someone also brought up a point. It's still been done. I mean, Christ! I remember uh, Stone Cold looking, I believe, at Tiger Ali Singh and Devari and saying, "I see sand people going." Ooh, good! In the two thousands, right? Um, well, Christ! So, was somebody named Kim Chi for fuck's sake. I yeah, mean, <laughs> they, they've not been what kind. The f- <laughs> what the fuck was Kim Chi? What the fuck <laughs> was Kim Chi? Did he emerge from a pot? Did he have a piece of cabbage on his fucking head? (laughs) He was a luchador safari hunter named after a Korean delicacy. Who took a fucking handful of peyote? It was like, I got an idea. (laughs) We're going to call this guy Breadstick. And he's dressed like a sumo. And he's, he's he's wearing clown makeup. And we call him Breadstick. Like, that's an Italian delicacy on a Japanese guy with a carnival thing. Yep. Let's do it. Kimchi was one of the dumber fucking things. People love to say all the good old days. Shit has sucked in wrestling for a long time. It's true. It's true. Kimchi was trash. Everybody remembers the bright spots, you know, your your Bobby Heenan's on commentary or your Bret Hart's emerging, mm-hmm. your your Shawn Michaels kicking Marty through the barbershop window. Uh, but you 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 know, there was so much Max Moon and the Stalker and yep. and the gobbledygooker and the goon and Man Mountain Rock. There's has <laughs> been a, so much damn garbage. There's been garbage the years. presented, there's been Good talent with garbage performances. Holy yeah. shit. Go back because they did another one of the ones, one of the Conrad shows where they talked about Jeff Jarrett and I forgot about his 97 return to the WWE and that infamous fucking promo that he cut. Where Was that, was that when China beat him for the uh No, before that. Way before, before that. that. This was when he was just walking out on the company over and over again. He would go to WCW, would leave them, would come back to the WWE. Uh-huh. And he did this one where he talked about the last time he was with the WWE. He had this stupid fucking song gimmick that he hated. And Vince McMahon could never put his dad out of business. And the last time he was there, they made him wrestle against a black man who could barely speak English. And everyone was like, oh, boy, uh-oh. He's talking about Ahmed Johnson. I was going to say he had to be talking about Ahmed Johnson. He's talking about fucking Ahmed. <laughs> and uh, and you're thinking like, whoa, this is not ooh. like mid-South 70s, 60s wrestling. This is The internet was happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had 3D graphics in video games. Women could vote. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking, like, you're hearing this? And, like, that stuff sucked then. And in 2017, 20 years later, Oof. you got gender doing this shit. I know. Like, that's, that's, and I'm saying it's not unforgivable. And I don't expect any retribution, but I'm just going to let them know your show's trash. You got, yeah. you got a trashy fucking show. It's, it's, it's really a shame because for a while there, SmackDown was really on par and some weeks surpassing Raw in quality. Uh, oh, then, for a long time it was. Yeah, and, you know, they took a lot of those main guys, Miz, 
Cena, they put him on Raw. And who did uh, SmackDown get in return? I don't even fucking remember. Kevin Owens, which helped. Okay. Um, AJ uh, Styles. AJ Styles was there the whole time, wasn't he? He's always been there. Yes, yes, yes. He got drafted there. Yeah, so... uh, Took Dean away and put him back with Rollins. Oh, that's right. Dean was on SmackDown, too. You're right. Mm-hmm. And Bray Wyatt. Yes, they took Bray Wyatt and put him on there. Right. And nothing really got given back in return aside from Kevin Owens. And that's the only one I can think of right there. There was probably a couple others. I know. Bl- and Bliss went to Raw, too. You know, yes, all these Bliss people also went to Raw. Went like, to Raw. Raw got the fucking Raw got the better end of that deal in hindsight. Oh, 100%. The, the superstar shakeup after Mania really, really unevened the show. And that's really when the quality started to go down. And that's not to say that there's still not, you know, the Usos and New Day. Um, when the uh, New Day won the tag titles back last week, that was a hell of a match, especially to be given away on, on TV like that. All three of those matches in that feud have been great. Um, so, and I don't know what's uh, what's next for either of those teams. You know, do they give Brizongo another shot to actually wrestle um, or or what? But the, the, there's talent there. It's just not, it's, it's not catching uh, my attention. I mean, Randy Orton and Rusev, that, that's still happening, right? I guess. I think um, AJ Styles and Baron Corbin. I mean, man, Ooh. I've I've even cooled on Baron Corbin, and I was I was Team Corbin all day. Oh, Baron Corbin's just turning this fucking whiny zilch too, like a Ziggler. Baron Corbin just yeah. doing the fucking Ziggler routine where he's whining about shit. And uh, you got Mojo and and Zack Ryder, although it looks like that's gonna end. It's just. It's SmackDown needs needs some help, uh, but you know the Owens Shane stuff is captivating and it's kind of carrying the whole thing because the uh, the Nakamura and Jinder stuff is isn't really isn't really doing it despite all their best racist efforts. Yeah, they're doing whatever they can to try and make it, uh, you know, not as racist, uh, but still racist, but not that terribly racist. But they do have some of the following luminaries uh, on SmackDown. Uh, you have Greg Hamilton. Uh, you have James Ellsworth. He's on there. Uh, he's you know, you've got Mike out there in a valet. Mike Canellis. You know, he's there. Mike Canellis is killing oh, yeah. it. He's still yep, there. yep. You got Shelton Benjamin. You've got uh, Victor, yep. which is great. You've got uh, Sunil Singh. You've got Tom. Oh, okay. Let me fucking blow a load on your face, Phillips. <laughs> uh, urge to face fuck intensifies. <laughs> urge to face fuck intensifying. Uh, Rowan and Harper, they're somewhere. They're somewhere. They're fucking yeah. out there. What is the story with those two? I think they're serving chicken tenders back in catering now. <laughs> like the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Rough House SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase C, 3, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House, House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. 
Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.